step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for the most well-known sports radio icon in St. Louis. The show that begs you to answer the question, can I ever be this good? It's time for the Charlie Tuna Show. Presented by Ameren, Illinois on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Report brought to you by Weber Chevrolet and WeberChevrolet.com. Now, now, here's Skip Weber. Hey, happy Wednesday, Skip Weber. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great, Charlie. How's it going? I'm feeling, I don't know why I'm feeling really good, like a brother should, but I'm feeling real good today. How about your St. Louis Blues, baby? They're looking pretty good. They're looking pretty good. I mean, they lost a tough one to the, uh, Tampa the other night, but then they came back and 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 uh, won on on Tuesday night or Monday night, and uh, they play tomorrow. So we'll see. You know, they're a little bit out of the playoffs for right now, mm-hmm. but they've been playing well. You know, you take away the huge losing streak, but they plummeted, and they're one of the better. They have one of the better records. Well, you can't take away that, obviously, but um, to me, they're. They're within striking distance, and they're going to keep climbing. It'll be slow because other other teams are playing well, but we're going to keep climbing. We've got a lot of season left. If you remember, in 2019, it was mid February. We were, you know, we were well early February. We were still in last place. Uh, by mid February, we we're still out of the playoffs. We got a month to go to be at that level, and we're way better off than we were then. So, um, you know, we got a couple of our stars hurt. Uh, They'll, when they come back, I think they'll be fresher. We'll just have to see. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic, and uh, it's going to be a fun second half of the season. 
And the young guys are stepping up, which is what you want to happen when your veteran players are hurt. No question. No question. I'll tell you what. The team, you one day they're down, the next team they play better. And that's what happens with a club like this. But thank goodness we got Craig Berube as a head coach, Skip. Oh, he's a great, the great leveler with that, isn't he? He, you know, he keeps, he keeps him uh, focused. He knows what to say and what to do and how to motivate him. Uh, I mean, he's a terrific coach. I'm really, really glad we have him. I wouldn't trade him for anything. The Cardinals just had their winter warm-up. Their top prospect, Jordan Walker, was in town. Mason Wynn. Now, Jordan Walker came in with two grandmothers. He brought his entire family in, Skip. Well, that's good. That you know what that tells me? Mm-hmm. That tells me he's mentally invested in the team. That's right. He's he's a cardinal. He's a cardinal, and that's great. I mean, I, I know he has he has no choice. It's the team he's on. But I'm glad that he's happy to be one. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, he, I, I think he's going to be a star for us, and and I'm I I don't know where he's going to play because he he started as a third baseman, and we got a third baseman. But um, you know, whatever we do, whether it's DH or outfield or second base or whatever. Um, he's going to be a star, I think. And I know you're happy about DH. <laughs> I hate the DH. I hate the DH. And you know, you, you do too, deep down. You yeah, know. I don't like it. Yeah. I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I'm still one of those old school guys. Let the pitcher bat. I remember back in the days when we had the good hitting pitchers like the Gibsons and people like that. You yeah. know, they wouldn't even pitch around those guys. They, they knew what they were going to yeah. do. Yeah, and, and that makes your team better. It's an advantage if you get those. You know, people say, well, I, it's so boring. The pitchers always strike out. Well, the, the solution was not to remove them from batting. The solution is to add the pitchers batting at the lower levels again. Mm-hmm. Of course they're, they're terrible hitting because in minor leagues and in in uh, college and even sometime in Legion ball, they, stop pitch, they, they start using the DH. Well, get back, get rid of all those. You know, college baseball, get rid of the DH. You know, uh, minor leagues, get rid of the DH. Now pitchers will be better hitters. They won't become 300 hitters, but they won't be as hapless as they've been. Mm -hmm. But instead of doing that, everybody reacts the wrong way because more money for people. You know, it's more money to get more runs and more money to the players and all this stuff. So money, again, ruins everything. And and so they, 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 they go the wrong direction. And take take out and, and turn it into a ten man team like softball. Getting back to Jordan Walker, you mentioned he's invested in the team. Not only did he bring two grandmothers, his mom and dad came along, as well as his brother. Now, when you come when you come to town like that, that means this is the team I love. I'm going to play for him. I agree. I agree. It's very exciting to see that. Your your buddy Big Jack Flattery, he signs a, a new deal. And you know what, Skip? He got very emotional the other day when he was talking about the relationship that he had with Adam Wainwright. And this is Adam Wainwright's final season. But he really laid it out on the line why he wants to be a Cardinal. And I'm glad that happened, Skip. I am too. And, and Wainwright's been a great ambassador for that. And there's been some others too. There's been some good good players like that. You know, Jose Okendo, Willie McGee, just down through the years, Ozzie Smith that People want to play with them, and they and once they they learn the card quote unquote cardinal way, they they're happy to be here. Yachty was like that too, but here's something that I've heard a lot of times, and you've heard it a lot of times too. So you tell me how much you believe it, because you've heard this phrase a lot of times. 
Adam Wainwright's last season. <laughs> yeah. How many how many times have we heard that phrase? About five years. At least the, <laughs> yeah, at least the fourth time I've heard it. Okay, so I'll believe it when, when I, I see it. it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna criticize him for it. I, I think he's wonderful. I love him as long as he wants to stay and is and is not hurting the team. That's great. But I mean, every year. Well, this is Wainwright. I mean, we thought it was last year. We thought Wayno and, and Yadi were going out together. They had all these commercials filmed together and all this stuff. And here Yachty retires. That's great. And Wayne, ah, I'm coming oh, back. I'm coming back. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't think he would go out and try to pitch if he knew he couldn't pitch. I really do. I know, I know he wouldn't. But, I mean, it doesn't make him right. He, he's going to say, I can do it. Well, it's possible that he can. But it's also possible that he is, that he, you know, at any given time that he might be needing to retire and hasn't yet. I mean, that's the way athletes are, okay? A lot of them are. So uh, he was at a decent enough level. He was not by by any means a, a player that hurt our team last year. So that's great. So I'm 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 fine if he wants to keep going. But it's just funny the way they keep saying it's his last season, and it just you know never is yet. I won't believe it. Speaking of yeah. Jordan Walker and Mason Wynn, they're two of the top prospects of, in all of minor league baseball. And they're going to headline 22 players coming to the Major League Spring Training in Jupiter, Florida next month. Addition, to, They're going to be in addition to the 40-man roster. So the Cardinals are going to have 62 players that are reporting for camp. And uh, the first official workout skill for pitchers and catchers will be February the 15th. That's just around the corner. Yeah, that's hardly, hardly just a couple weeks away. Yeah. You know? That's great. <laughs> Can you believe That's great. It's, I mean, that's the thing is that that – you know, sports world keeps moving on. You know, by then, you guys that watch the Super Bowl will have just been finished watching it, and the Clippers will be reporting. So, meantime, those of us who think college basketball is the best thing, will you know, conference season has started and and things are going great there, and it's going to be right in the thick of things. So I know you right won't be before, watching before I... the March Madness starts. Uh, <laughs> spring training will be in full bloom. Full bloom. And I know you'll be right in front of the TV screen for the Super Bowl. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. Not at all. My only regret is I won't be traveling on that day. Mm-hmm. I learned last year that the best day, bar none, period, to travel on by plane is Super Bowl Sunday. It's unbelievable how deserted the airports were. We were coming home from overseas, and it was we ran through customs. And, I mean, it was a breeze. And all this, there was nobody traveling because it was Super Bowl Sunday. And it was great. And I would do that every year. Now, we're not traveling this year on, on Super Bowl Sunday. But, uh, you know, it's not. I will not be watching it. But I still can come over, right? Yeah, if you want. Absolutely. Look, don't expect to see the game. <laughs> I won't. Hey, here's a name that's going to be blasted around nationally all over the airwaves. And it's going to be coming into St. Louis. Shoney or Tony, would you be interested in him if he were available? Well, yeah. He's one of the best players in baseball, in the game right now. Well, you're going to hear his name. Remember I said that. You're going to hear his name pretty yeah. soon. Why do you say that? Is he going to be Is he on the market? Is he? Is, are the Cardinals interested in him? What's, what, do you, what do you mean? Well, he may be on the market uh, this year or next, and the Cardinals' names were already mentioned uh, about a season ago, but you're going to 
toward midseason, you're going to hear his name pop up more and more. With a Cardinal signing, probably not. Probably the price tag's probably going to be much too high. But I tell you what, as a generational talent, you can't beat having him on your team. No, no, he's great. And let me tell you something, he's a smart guy. He might look at it and say, structure it this way, and I'll go somewhere besides the two or three highest-paying teams. You know, you make a lot of money anywhere. The Cardinals can afford to do more than they really well, allow, make it look like they do. But, um, you know, with our TV contract and stuff, so you never know. I don't think – I think that's a pipe dream. But we were going to – you know, we were looking at going after um, Soto. Right. And and he and we were in the money for that. So we were we were we'll close. See. We were closer than people think we were. Yeah, I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. So and we could have afforded that. So I'm glad we didn't. We didn't mortgage our future with stuff. But let me tell you something. I, I the the worst the most frustrated fans in the world, in my opinion, have got to be California Angel fans. No. If you look at the great players that have played there, they never even make the playoffs. It's not like they get close and lose the World Series or something like that. They don't even make the playoffs. They had Pujols, they had Josh Hamilton, they had Otani, they had Mike Trout. Just, the, you know, at different times, a lot of them times playing together. I mean, how how can you not win with, you know, at least get close with some of the names that have come through that, that, that team over there? It all it's starts at the top. It all starts yep. at the top with the owner. That's true. That's where That's it starts. True. Starts at the top. Skip, if you had to pick out your five favorite sports of all time, what would they be? My favorite sports or my favorite sports figures? Both. I want to hear sports and sports figures. Who would they be? Well, sports, you know, you got to go basketball, baseball, hockey. Is that three? Basketball, baseball, hockey, football. What's next? College football, know. right? Well, yeah. NCAA? You mentioned college, yeah, yeah. NCAA basketball, NHL hockey, Major League Baseball, NCAA football, NBA basketball. That'd probably be my, my order mm-hmm. in that. And it used to be I would have had the NFL probably number three before I got done with them. <laughs> but, um, you know, they were whittling away for years before the Rams left. So they, they just, you know, they don't deserve my my attention, in my opinion. But your top four, uh, four or five sports figures. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's a lot harder. Um, Would Ali be I one? You, I think so. I think so. I'm reading a book on, on on his on his life right now. Really? And uh, I know he made a lot of people mad when he was protesting the war, and I get that. And uh, 
I, I think that a lot of people that got mad at him didn't disagree with him, but they still didn't like the way he did things and said things. But I think he made up for it by his his um, his personality. You know, he was not an unlikable guy. So after that blew over, he won people's hearts back. And I was too little to even watch that. So by the time I was knew who he was, he was back in you know in the, in the in the, everybody's good public eye. But you know, he was the most famous man in the world. Right. Uh, he's the person that could have gone, that would have been most, re- they t- that he was the most recognizable. Any country in the world would have, would have known who he was. Right. And I just, I loved his relationship with Howard Cosell. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they had such a great banter in interviews all the time. It was really fun to, to watch some of those old clips. But uh, yeah, I'd have to say him. And, and boxing wasn't even one of my favorite sports, but, uh, and mainly because I don't like the way boxing is anymore. But, but mm-hmm. back in the day, it was a bigger deal. You know, we've talked about that a lot of times. Right. So, um, so I'd say him. Let me tell you, when you got to use my whole life, okay? I, you could not have gotten any bigger to me when I was a young teenager and maybe like eight, nine, ten years old than Lou Brock. Mm. Loved Lou Brock. A true and gentleman. Once again, yes, because once you learn how he is off the field, you know, especially, you know, DeWise is playing. And then later years, you just see he's even a better person, you know? And so it just makes it even better. And it just cements how your fandom of him, you know, there's guys who are uh, good fans are that they are kind of jerks or, or at least they just, they're more reclusive. So they, they're not approachable, whatever, even if they're not mean, they're not approachable. And that just makes it a little bit harder to be fans of them, after they've retired. So uh, big, big, uh, he's way up there. And the same way with Kurt Warner. Mm-hmm. Really like Kurt Warner. I love the story of his life. Um, you know, his uh, his son is playing for Kansas State. Right. And, uh, and that's where two of my kids went to school. So I've been rooting for his son in college football. So that's kind of cool. So you got those three. Um, it's hard to narrow it down, Charlie, because I mean, you know, as a as a Baylor as a Baylor Bear basketball fan, okay, how can I leave any member of their of their national championship team off that list? But really, they I, I wouldn't say that they would be on the list of all time. So that's hard to do for me to, to say that. You know, when I go to basketball, I don't know if I've ever been a bigger fan than anybody than Magic Johnson going all the way back to his freshman year at Michigan State and then his sophomore year when they won the national championship. That was great. So it's a hard question. It's a really hard question to answer. So I'm going to leave it at four because if I keep talking, I'm just going to I'm going to come up with too many. I'll, I'll give you my fifth, and then I'll think of another one, and I'll be mad. So I'm going to stop at four right now. Skip, I know you're a fan of college basketball. Last night was one of the best games I've seen in quite a while. Kansas, Kansas State go double overtime. Was that not great? Now, I just realized, too, that Kansas State's head coach was an assistant coach for about 15 years yeah. at Baylor. Is that correct? That's right. He, he was taught his system of defense and guard play and, and living right and acting right by Scott Drew, who learned it from his dad, Homer Drew, who, at, from Valpro. But the Scott Drew... Uh, uh, gave his blessing for him to go. He, he kind of asked Scott, I mean, do you really, is it really okay? Because he had a home with Baylor and is very well paid. And I mean, come on. And Scott Drew said, you deserve it. Go, coach, go for it. And he told Kansas State fans before the season started, expect to have some courts 
storming winds. And sure enough, they got one last night. And they're as good a team. In, in, now, they lost earlier in the, or like the end of last week to TCU, who's a very good team. But I'm telling you, I, I say this all the time with, with, with college basketball. It's one of the beauties of the game. These are young kids. And these young kids have their biggest game in their life, their biggest rivalry that they hate, Kansas coming. So the game before that, they've lost a little bit of focus. And so I think that's part of the reason. Now, TCU is a great team. I don't want to take it away from them. But I think if you played TCU, you know, a week from now instead of last week, they might have they might they they might have beat them. You know, who knows? It's just hard. TCU is a very good team. You never know. And the same thing happens. This is another great thing about college basketball. Let's t- let's go back last week at the SEC. Okay, you got Tennessee goes to South Carolina. They're in South Carolina and they win by forty points. Okay, absolutely annihilate them. Poor South Carolina Gamecocks, they get destroyed. South Carolina now travels to Rupp Arena in Kentucky after losing by 40, and they beat Kentucky in Kentucky. Now, Kentucky's down this year. They've had, you know, they have all the great one-and-done athletes, but they're just not playing that well. Well, in the very next game, Kentucky travels to Tennessee. Now, they, they just lost to a team that Tennessee beat by 40, but they go to Knoxville and beat Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Now, think about that. That doesn't make any sense. You just don't see that kind of stuff in pro sports. But these young kids, they're up and down with their emotions. They're up and down with how their level of play. It makes college basketball really, really fun. So what, what a great sequence of events. You know, like I said, it wasn't a, a narrow win in, in South Carolina. It was a 40-point win. And then they then they lose to Kentucky at home in their next game, and in between there, Kentucky lost to South Carolina. It's just great. So uh, in the meantime, Mizzou, I think, has already beat Kentucky. I think Mizzou can can hang with anybody in the Southeast Conference. So I'm looking forward there too. Skip, you know we're in the month of January, and January and February are always down months. We just finished up with the holiday season. What's it like in the car business in January and February? Well, as long as the weather stays not too bad, it's actually good. Uh, you know, people, it, it's a new year. you got tax time. People, A lot of people get tax refunds, and, and this, this these days they get them early, you know, um, and that becomes a down payment or it becomes debt relief. They pay other bills off. They feel like, okay, I can finally afford a new car. If you had bad weather and people had cars breaking down or getting in accidents, it's time to, yeah, time for a new car, honey, that kind of thing. Or maybe a Christmas present, that they, you know, New Year, we'll get a new car. All those things combined, we usually have decent sales in the beginning of the year. It's really not bad. Now, now bad weather can affect that because people just don't come out as, you know, in as high numbers. But, you know, we also just had the auto show, and that always spurs some business. The auto show was fantastic. The uh, uh, the St. Louis Auto Dealers do a great job with that, and it was another great show. Um, so those you know, sales are actually very, very good. We had a really good weekend, one of our best total weekend sales other than Black Friday in a couple of years. So, um, you know, a lot of that's because we're getting vehicles in. They're finally shipping them to us uh, in higher numbers, but it, that, that's, that's been on a steady ramp up, so that's going to keep getting better. So it's, it's a good time to buy. I would not uh, – Look to avoid car, car buying if you have reasons to think about it. Why why would people want to come to Weber Chevrolet? Tell them the main reason, Skip. The main reason is, and, I, and it, 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 I'm glad you said that because I can prove it. That's what's fun about this. I can prove the reason. Okay, we treat 
bet people better than anybody else. And the reason why I say that and the reason why I can prove it is because you look at our reviews. You either go to DealerRater, you can go to Reputation.com, and go to any of these neutral sites, Cars.com. They all have these reviews, and we and, and the website Reputation.com takes new effect into account all these all these um, review sites, and not just the number of reviews, but then the quality of the reviews. So if you take the number and then look at how many are five star, four star, and all that, we have been the best-reviewed Chevy dealer in St. Louis for many years. Ever since this site came out, we've been at the top. And they do it on a 1,000-point scale, and um, almost every dealer is in the 600s. Uh, occasionally, a dealer slips up into the 700s, and that's not bad. That means you're making every, most people happy. My stores are in the 800s month after month after month at the score. And it's, and it's not just with sales. I'd love to tell you we treat you right with sales, but we do, and we do. But you get tons of, of complaints and problems in the service departments, and we handle them and make people happy. And that's why our reviews are so good. And um, I only see Chevy dealers, but I also see any other dealers that are in, have groups of dealers you know, dealer with more than one store, and we're the number one in both of those. And that's why we're the place to check. You know, There's so many different weird things that you can do on your website to make the price look different or look better or whatever. But we don't have gimmicks. Our prices are honest, and we treat you right. If you want the best deal and the best experience, come to see us. Go to our website. Come to see one of our stores. That's Skip Weber, Weber Chevrolet. You know about the two locations in Illinois, Granite City and Columbia. Also, the big Chevy dealership at 270 and Olive in Creve Corps, 120 years. And, of course, the Ford store now in Granite City as well. Skip Haller, have a great selling weekend. Thanks, Charlie. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. The Weber Report was brought to you by Weber Chevrolet.
The Charlie Tuna Show, presented by Ameren, Illinois, on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. All right, welcome back to The Charlie Tuna Show. This is our Wednesday night edition. It's our final show of the week because we're preempted more than any show in the city of St. Louis, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, we're called preempted. Okay. We are Illinois basketball tomorrow night. Monday night we had uh, the Cowboys. Who else did we have? Illinois, Illinois basketball, basketball too. Minnesota. Yeah. Well, at least we can it was, MO, it was the first time we were off on Martin Luther King Day, too, though. Yeah, that's we true. We were never off on Martin mm, Luther never King. Never before. <laughs> at least the station mm. paid for Illinois basketball. That's, that's true. Nothing. That's zero. I don't understand it. Why we have Cowboys on when they own other stations. I don't get it. I know it's credibility. It's okay on the weekends. But whatever. Let me be quiet. I don't want to get in trouble. Not. All right. too Not to talk about him. <laughs> We'll talk about the, the story I do want to talk about. We got a lot to talk about the blues. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I want to look at the NBA power rating. rating. Shohei Otani. Uh... The big playoff games this weekend. We'll visit a lot with Howard at 7 o'clock about that. Jordan Walker was in town for winter warm-ups this weekend with his grandmother. Both of them. Both grandmothers. Mom and dad and his brother. You said his whole, his whole family with him. Brother, everybody with Man, him. I'm so tired of all this Jordan Walker hype. I, I have Thank zero you. faith that the Cardinals are going to throw him out there opening day. I have zero so, faith in that. I got to say just, this. Get, I don't understand it. We... We have so many outfielders, but we don't know. They're all question marks. Throw them out there. Why not? I got to talk to Howard about this. I, this. I don't know how his name escapes me. But the most overrated quarterback, young quarterback in pro football. Justin Herbert. It? Thank you. I've been saying yeah. it. Oh, my God. I've been saying it. Uh-huh. I've QB been saying it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, he is. He's he overrated. He really is. He's got the talent, but his production hasn't been there yet. That's why they fired his coach. He's oh, they, they scapegoating all coordinator. the offensive coordinators are out of there. Yes, yeah, they that's are. That's such a scapegoat they fired move. the wrong coach. Okay, let's get your take. This is the big story, though. NIL. Jaden Rashada yep. yeah. was offered $13 million to play quarterback for the Florida Gators. Turned down $9 million from Miami to yeah, go to Florida. Did. Yeah, And now they don't have his money. He may wind up in Washington, though. He asked for his release. Yeah, he got a release on that, right? So, now the school yep. is not responsible for NIL. The coach no, didn't no. recommend it, so he's. But a lot of players got duped this past year on NIL money, and this is where the tough hits the road. What do you do? You, can you get an agent? Yeah, I guess you can. 
He has bro, to have you, an agent. You have to. Thirteen million dollar deal. He didn't do yeah, that. He's on not his negotiating own. that. He, he was no going to call Lamar Jackson's mom and have her in negotiating. <laughs> no, 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 no. A lot of them do it themselves. But not the not, only guy. No way he did that. The only guy that had really an agent. The only guy that really had an agent was Bryce Young. And I know this for a fact. Well, maybe a, a solidified <laughs> real agent. And, and, yeah. Yeah. That. and his agent told me that the other guys don't have agents. They're trying to they do just it on lawyers their own. or something. They do it on their own. That's crazy. So this, so this high school kid is going into this place and negotiating a thirteen million dollar deal. Right. When somebody comes in and tells the coach, "Look, that's we're a sophisticated give, high schooler. We're going we're going to go in and give us such and such uh, this kind of money. Bring them on in. That's what happens. That's why he got duped. That's why he's in a." crosswind right now which i mean but bryce young used tom Condon's agency and i announced that last year so they know who's representing these kids and now these kids don't have any representation just like with uh uh i got here luther burton he had uh uh demetrius, demetrius yeah, i guess it's not really he didn't have any agents yeah, they don't have any okay but i mean they demetrius. have someone negotiating on their behalf that. is my point yep no but see that don't matter the florida do you mean, it uh, if you know it don't matter Jaden rosada Signed with JTM Sports for NIL representation. There you and go. They, and, they, and, they, and, they, and according to the sources, they duped them, dropped the ball. Because you can't go after them. They dropped the ball. This is where the government is going to come in. And if you get Demetrius or someone else to represent you, if this is something new, that's not representation. you got to have somebody just used to negotiating money. They can get it. So you think they should hire an agent then? Oh, absolutely. But okay. it can't be. A, oh, yeah. But it can't 100%. be. A, but it can't be a sports-related agent because that's against the rules. You can do that. That's it has what to be Bryce a, Young it has to be a name, image, Bryce likeness. Okay. Agent. Yeah. Yeah. Just hire a talent, a talent agent. Then. We just talked Bryce about basically. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Bryce Young had an agency. We just talked about one player on high noon today because uh, Mizzou's playing Arkansas and Arkansas is a big freshman and he's under Rich Paul's agency. So how does that work? You can be under an agency. And Rich Paul's agency has, That's you know, it's, it's more sports. It's like, yeah, they have sports agents, but they probably got talent agents, music agents, mm-hmm. uh, movie agents. Yeah, there's more than just a sports agent. Yeah, you can have an agent. They just can't be a sports agent. What the difference is, I have no idea. Like it sounds are, like you're splitting hairs. I feel like there are many loopholes to be explored. Absolutely that. there is. And I guarantee you they're all using that. Oh, wild yeah, wild. of course. Uh-huh. But you can have and they should. And they should. Can you scoot up a little bit there, sir? Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Uh, right. Oh, good. You, can, you know, you can, Modern it, day it radio. moves, you can move it with you. Uh, that don't come for me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it really does. My, my radio to Mark, my, it goes all around, moves with you. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but I, I, it's weird that, I mean, something must have fallen through unless they just knew. they did, If they knew they didn't have the money. And flat out yes. lie to the kid. They that is terrible. They didn't have the money. But he's they, not the only one that's yes. happened to this year. They oh, okay, that, I'm not saying yeah. that he is. I'm just saying it that was, it's terrible. That it he, was, it's not the. It's not Florida, the university. It's the Gator Collective. Sure. And they said that They're they knew there. they knew they didn't have the 13 million. So then they scrambled to come up with it last minute. And, they, so, and they're dropping the Gator. Uh, Gator Collective. Yeah, they, they should. You gotta get rid of the Gator Absolutely, you should. If you're Jaden Rashada, if you're Jaden Rashada, you're, 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 you're suing the Gator Collective. Yes, you are. They're out of there. The coach's office mad at the coach. Where's my money? Yeah. And so the coach what, is like, I don't know what you're talking so about. So what, the collective was just the middleman, basically, yes. between the yes. players and, yes. the, and the companies, and now basically the companies are going to negotiate with the players individually? The worst thing a player can do is to get a friend of his father's. Mm-hmm. I agree. Lamar, uh, Lamar Luther, Ball. Luther Burden. Lamar Ball, but that worked out pretty good. 
But Luther I mean, Burden, after- there's nothing against Demetrius and any of those guys. Do not get anyone related to your family. Do not do it. Now, Lamar Jackson may come out smelling like a rose. Then again, he may not. But they got to have his talent because he's still young, and we'll see what's going to happen with that. I don't necessarily disagree with you, but just for so we're all clear, why is that that you should get someone within your family to negotiate for you? You don't want to get your family because they're too close to the issue. Exactly. You don't want them too close. And then if it goes bad, then? It's like when my sister has her own state farm insurance agency. I won't do any business with it because mm-hmm. it's too close. If something goes wrong, yep. first they're going to look mm-hmm. at it is my sister. Say I got a car stolen or whatever. Really? Yeah. Well, what's, what's, no. Yep. Don't do anything with your family. Right. There, I mean, there, there, I didn't even think about that. But that's a good point. That's, I mean, if it, like you said, if his car gets stolen, they're going to be like, okay, well, well who's his agent? His daughter? All right. His sister. Yeah, his sister. Um, yeah. And, and she understands that, too. Yes. She understands why. And just like... Uh, Joe Fresta has an insurance agency, too. I don't do anything with friends. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I made a mistake years ago. I sold a friend an old used Mercedes diesel. Caught a lot of miles. I said, Mercedes diesels, you can put three or 400,000 miles on. But the car needs to be serviced. Mm-hmm. You just, well, no, I heard you can just drive a Mercedes. You don't have to service them. No, you Every don't car you have to service, service everything. <laughs> and I showed the guy, I said, now, at nighttime, back in the old days, there was a switch underneath the hood where you could p- go plug it up inside your wall. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've seen those. I said, do that. He didn't do it. The car broke down. He gets mad at me. And he says, MF and you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, you're my buddy. I, I, I said, I told you not to buy yeah. the car. I, t- and I told you how to handle the car. Don't do anything with your family. Yes. Never. Especially something like that. The money like gets that. funky, too. Always. Yes. The relationship, the relationship gets. Oh, yeah. Go out. I hear something. Bart a little bit. Go out and win the lottery, each one of you right now. Go out and win a million dollars in the lottery. I could, I would. The first person that's going to call you for a loan is guess who? Your cousin, your uncle, your aunt. Twice removed. Yep. (laughs) Now, your kids probably won't because the kids know you're going to take care of them. Exactly. But that's what happened. Matt, you know how it is. Absolutely. I remember this was in 2003 before the uh, the NBA draft. That was a draft that had LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Melo, Bosh. And Charles Barkley goes, oh, you young men, I want you to listen to me right now. You need to learn the word no. No, I will not help you start a record label. No, I will not help you start a clothing line. No, I will not help you open a store. Mm -hmm. You need to learn the word no. No. And we know how Tyler Perry works, though. You can't send him a tape or anything regarding your career. They send it back to you. Oh, really? Well, Because it's a... If they open it up and look at it, say, oh, you stole my idea. Yep. Remember oh, yeah. the that's, sign? A good, that's a good point, they too. Out, they won't take them. Just remember the Seinfeld clip where Kramer comes out with this cologne? Oh, the beach. The beach. Yeah, yeah. the beach. <laughs> and they stole it. <laughs> uh, the beach. Uh, Channing Crowder, who was a uh, linebacker uh, for, the, for the Dolphins. On the podcast. And, yeah. Now he's got a podcast. He said that when he first signed his big, the, big, uh, the first big contract with the Dolphins, what he did, like his whole family wanted to move down to Miami with him. And he goes, that was the biggest mistake I ever made. Because I bought the house and it'd be like, okay, I'll buy the house and then you just rent from me. Right. And now I became the landlord. And then, you know, though it cabinet after that, nothing but resentment. Yeah. Yep. Because if yeah. they don't have the money for the rent and you come knocking on the door saying, hey, where's my rent money? They're like, well, you've got money, you know, mother effer. Why do yeah. you need my money? Why it, can't I just live here? This is a good thing locally that happened many, many moons ago. 
Kelly Chase gets into a fight with, uh, what's the big fighter we used to have? We used to have a show here. Oh, Kim. Reed Lowe. Oh, no, no, no. Reed, uh, Reed no, Lowe. No, 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 no. Twist. No, the big, he was the toughest guy in the league. You used to have a show on 590? Yeah, a long time ago. long time ago. Uh, well, now, wait a minute. Why does his name escape me? I have no he was idea. the toughest guy ever in the Blues history. You sure it wasn't Tony Twist? Tony Twist. Okay, yeah, yeah he said Twist. Twist. He said Twist. Yeah. They got into a fight on their ice, beat one another, Twist beat him down. Guess who his agent, real estate agent was? Who was renting the house from? Tony Real- Twist. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I never knew that. Though. Yeah, that's who was renting the house from Tony Twist. Don't do business with friends. Nothing wrong with that. Matter of fact, I got to get uh, uh, Kelly Chase and uh, Brett Hall on to talk about their dispensary. Yeah, heard it's yeah. doing fantastic. I heard it's, it is too. Yeah, doing wonderful. But you got to have both sides of the coin, folks. Howard Balzer will be with us uh, at seven o'clock. We will talk to you about. We'll talk to Howard about Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, to see if the owners are still upset about that. Tom Brady, Purdy. Uh, also, we'll talk about the playoffs. We're going to go to the playoffs with Howard game by game if we can. Matter of fact, when we come back, we're going to make our predictions real quick. We could, can we make this quick, uh, yes. Dr. Yeah. Dr. Joseph Davis? <laughs> I smell slop. We'll be back. Presented by Ameren, Illinois, on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. All right, welcome back to the Charlie Tuna Show. This is our final show of the week, not our final show. We're going to take a look. We're going to make our quick predictions before Howard Howard uh, Balzer comes on. Let me see. I think I pulled them up. Did I pull up the games this week? I know. Uh, okay. I got them right here. I mean, there's only Luka. like six of them. I want to see Four. Four. I said like six. <laughs> All right. I got to pull up, Charlie, if you want me to. Yeah. Go. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Saturday afternoon, 3.30 on NBC, we got the Jaguars and the Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by eight and a half. Okay, I, well. Eight and a half is high. Eight and a half is high. Okay. Who do you got? 
I still got the Chiefs, but eight and a half is too high. It's going to be closer than Cole, that. Cole, I think the Chiefs are a runaway train when it comes to playoff time in the AFC. I think they're going to be hosting another AFC championship game, and I got them. Runaway train? They have, they have a lot of close games. I, this, they, until they play the Raiders, yeah, they did have a lot of close games. I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm with you, Joe. I wait think, I think the minute. Jags cover. Wait a minute. When did they play the Raiders in the playoffs? We're not, not talking the about the playoffs. You saw for the last few games. Oh, so I'm they had been the close games until, until the last game with the Raiders. I don't Raiders. care about that crap. I'm talking about the playoffs. All right, let's talk about the playoffs. Well, then this, is, this is their first playoff game of the year. I'm going with the playoffs. Kansas City. Kansas City. What's the spread? Eight? Eight, Eight and, and a half. half. That's too high. That's no. why I think, the, I think Woo, the, that's high. the Chiefs are going to win, but I think the Jags are going to cover. 7-15 on Fox, the New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles at the link in Philadelphia. Philadelphia is favored by seven and a half. That's a Saturday game, right? I'm taking that's the Saturday Giants. Saturday night game, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm Saturday night. Saturday, game. Saturday night game at 7-15 on Fox. You're going with the I'm Giants and calling the, the upset? I'm taking the Giants. I think Jalen Hurts' injuries really impacted that offense. I do, too. I, and I think uh, Ryan Dayball is going to do just enough to make sure Daniel Jones doesn't lose them that game. Best quarterback coach in the league. <laughs> He's Absolutely. Looking, looking he looking like it. Yes. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, man. Giants, I'm in. I, I was really impressed with how they played against the Vikings. Daniel Jones played a hell of a game. And you didn't hear about the game that much. Nobody you really didn't. No. No. And it was a competitive and it, game. And it, yeah, it was a pretty good game. Kirk <sighs> Cousins. Look, the, I'm, the, going, I'm going with Philadelphia. I am too. The, the Giants did look good, but that Vikings defense is oh, trash. Horrible. It's trash. Horrible. It's trash. I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to go with my man, Jalen, because everybody's hurt at this time of the year. You're right. Yeah. Everybody's hurt. I'm going with Jalen Hurts. All right. Sunday, Sunday afternoon, 2 o'clock on CBS, we got the Bengals and the Bills. Bills are it's in uh, Buffalo. Bills are favored by five and a half. I'm upset that the game was in a neutral site in Atlanta. I'm very no, upset. no, no, no. It's no, this game in Buffalo. Week. That's next week. That's if Buffalo wins. Oh, okay. And Kansas City wins, then the game will the be game in Atlanta. The game will be in Buffalo this weekend. Yes. Yes. Oh, good. Uh, huh. Wow. I, I know. Cincinnati's the second best team. Yeah, they, they're so cool. It's hard to go against. Well, that Ravens game but, is kind of spooky. But yeah. they, they, they got three. They've lost three offensive linemen. But two years ago when they went to the Super Bowl, they had mm-hmm. lost three offensive linemen. And the game's in Buffalo? In Buffalo. Yeah. This is – okay. If Von Miller was playing, I'd probably pick Buffalo. But I'm going to take the Bengals on this I'm going one. with Cincinnati. I would like it to be Cincinnati. Not that I'm a Bengals fan. In fact, I'm not a Steelers fan. But look, I, you just reminded me of the injuries on the offensive line. I think that's going to catch them in this game. So I will go Buffalo. Okay. I'm going Buffalo on this one too. But I think Cincinnati will cover. What scares me is that what Tuda brought up—the three missing offensive yeah, linemen for the scary. Bengals. That's a lot. And I understand what you're saying about Baltimore, but that was a divisional game—the third time they've met this year. Yeah, you're going to yeah. expect a tight game like that. You know what? That's Buffalo has gotten too cute for me. I agree. A little bit, yeah. Now, offensively, they have, we yeah. We bad, we bad. I agree. Josh they Allen turns the ball cute. over, too. He does. Yeah. He's and been a turnover I, machine. I love Joe Burrow. I, I, I do, too. I, I hate to admit Joe it. Joe's the best quarterback. I hate to admit it, but I really like him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Second he's. Behind Pat, nobody can touch Patrick. Home alone. Yeah. yeah. Macaulay Culkin out there. So, who you got? Bengals. Bengals. I got the Bengals, too. I got Buffalo, and Cole's got, Cole's got Buffalo. Okay, what we got? Yeah. All right, so Sunday night at 6.30 on Fox, Cowboys and 49ers. The Niners are favored by four. Now, let's say the game's in San Francisco. In San Francisco. This is an old-fashioned knockout Yeah. Ball. Yes, sir. Remember the Dwight Clark catch? Yes. Do you remember why that ball was thrown like that? Because uh, Montana was actually trying to throw the ball out of bounds. Yeah. Right? Dwight right. Clark jumped up and caught it. That's why Everson Walls just ran by mm-hmm. and said, he's going to catch it. Yeah. 
Yeah, white boy got up there, huh? White boy got up? Yeah. Well, I ain't going to use the word boy when it comes to people. White man, the white, the white man can jump. White men can At least jump. that one could. Mm-hmm. Joe, who do you got? Uh, uh, man, this is a tough one. Do you trust the Dallas Cowboys? That's a, I'm taking the Cowboys. Me too. Brock Purdy's, the Cowboys. Brock Purdy's not that good. It's not going to last. Like, Well, Dak Prescott's not going to last. Nah, what he did, yeah, I think something. he's in a groove now. He had the highest quarterback rating one game ever. One game, you're one right. Game. One game. One but game. Hey. 97. One a one-game groove is not enough for me. 49ers take care of this one, and they pull away in the second half. I'm going to tell you something what Purdy is going to do. He's going to do the same thing uh, that the other – Jimmy Garoppolo uh, does. They 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 miss um, – who was open? Who was the guy that took Tua's place with Miami? Teddy Bridgewater. No. Sky- no Skyler no, Thompson. Week. Skyler Thompson. Thompson. Thompson missed – Hill was open three times yes, for a he was. touchdown. Yeah. They could have won that game. Could have won that game. Absolutely. That's what happens when you have a young quarterback. He doesn't see the entire field. And it's going to catch up. Purdy is a third-string quarterback, and it may catch up to him on Sunday night. That's what I think. I'm going with Dallas. I'm going with the 49ers. I think people are kind of overreacting to this Dallas win on Monday yep. night against a bad yep. Tampa team that only That's got Jerry there because Jones. they won the division. That's just Jerry the hate Jones in your heart. Jerry overreacting. What's that? Jerry Jones. Oh, oh big God. time he's overreacting. <laughs> Yeah, he's totally overreacting. I understand what you guys are saying about about Brock Purdy, and to a certain degree, I agree. Is that it? Four games. That's yeah. it. This is it. So I, is my certain part I agree, but I just what 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 you need Brock Purdy to do, he does. You just got to distribute the ball. That's it. Hand it off. Throw a little short pass. Exactly. Put it out of pass. Yep. Don't do anything cute. Nope. So is Mike McCarthy's job officially safe now that he won that game? I think it was even if he would have lost, unless they would have got blown so out. Yeah. I thought so, too. If they would have got blown out and they look completely unprepared, then yeah, maybe. All right, let's take a top of the upper time out. When we come back, we'll be visiting with Howard Balza in Arizona or wherever he may be uh, this weekend. When we Howard about the NFL, we'll talk to him also about the games and the true story about Lamar Jackson. Matt Bergram, Cole Breeze, Dr. Joseph Davis, I'm Tuna. See you in a minute this portion of the show. It's brought to you by Snooks. Snook Rewards, you're going to be having some new spots coming up soon, brother. Uh, oh, I am? It's coming back? All right, here we go. Never left. We'll be back. Shop and redeem. Don't get to the mountain. Presented by Ameren, Illinois, on 590thefan.com. 
Got, and, my, uh, got some baby love coming on. Yeah. Coming on. <laughs> and without ado, look, Motown for Howard Balzer. And without ado, let's go all the way to the West Coast <laughs> of Arizona. Dear Comparable, Howard Balzer. What's up, Howard? Not much, not much. I guess Joe probably didn't have me potted up when I was singing along with that before. We are, we are yeah, towards, towards the end. Yeah, 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 towards the okay. end. Okay. Cole Everyone. fell out of his seat. <laughs> <laughs> we heard you. We heard you. Hey, now, Howard, that's a true Motown classic. Oh, oh yes, it is. Oh, Absolutely Barry is. Barry Gordy's ex-girlfriend. Yep. Dang, yeah, okay. Don Ross. Let's the, get on this. The soup. They were supreme. We're going to talk about that playoff game. Let's talk about Lamar Jackson. Howard, <laughs> it's been said that. Some of the players said so they saw him walking around the facilities limping. He said his legs hurting. But Coach Harbaugh doesn't echo those sentiments. What have you heard about Lamar Jackson? I mean, there's a lot of different things. So you wonder what is really going on there. And, yes, like you said, there was players who were saying they saw him limping. But then there's Sammy Watkins, a teammate, who's saying, hey, this is the playoffs. Get out there and play. And But on, on – it's really a fine line here because we're talking about the playoffs, but we're also talking about a guy who doesn't have a contract for next season. Now, having said that, there's a lot of players on a lot of teams that aren't making as much money as Lamar Jackson that are still getting out there to play for their team when they're hurting and they've got some issues. So that's one part of it. The other part of it is even if he went out there, could he be Lamar Jackson? And that, to me, is something that a lot of people aren't talking about. If you, now, I remember, I remember a game, boy, this was some time ago, where Phillip Rivers had a torn ACL for the charge when he was with mm-hmm. the Chargers. He, he went out there, he went out there and played. But you know what? Phillip Rivers wasn't running around. Running wasn't part of his game. So you got a torn ACL. You kind of deal with it. You probably have some painkiller in there, and you're just you're just dropping back. And, and either handing the ball off in the running game or throwing the football. But you're not depending on your leg or your legs for your game. Lamar Jackson does. And so he, he could have been out there and played perhaps with the injury, but he wouldn't have been himself. And would that have helped, would that have helped or hurt the team? Hurt. That's the answer we don't really have, and it makes it, makes it tough. Well, and here's the thing. I mean, I agree with everything Lamar Jackson's doing. If he had a, a contract that he was secure in, then I would say all these criticisms are fair, are fair. He's unemployed as soon as the season's over, essentially. So, I mean, if he goes out there and he you know shreds that knee and he's not available for most of the season, then he loses all of his leverage in negotiating for a new contract. I don't blame him. Well, that's true. But a lot of players could go out there and shred their knee and earn the last year of their contract. They all sitting there say, oh, I'm not playing this week. You know, I don't have a contract. I'm going to be, in, I'm going to be a free agent. And they're, and they're players that haven't made the money that Lamar Jackson has made. And, and so, but, but they're going out there and playing. So I don't know. That, that part of it, is, it's a tough one. It's a tough one to na- navigate. And what do teams think when a guy is doing that? And, and like I said, who, I mean, there's going to be probably, I don't know, last year, when free agency began, there were, there were five hundred and some like five hundred and seventy unrestricted free agents, something like that. Now they all weren't on playoff teams, but a lot of them were, and those are all guys that are playing with their with their contract up, and but played for their team. And so so, what are the Raven, How do the Ravens deal with this? How do other teams view it? Right. And and that's you know that's that's like I said that's I don't think there there's not it's not a black and white issue that it's just oh it's just this side or that side on that side there's a lot of nuances 
along with it. And so, yeah, on one level, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying, Matt, is that, yeah, you don't, you don't blame him for doing what he's doing. But you know what? If he wasn't unreasonable, and some people think he, ha- he was, and, didn't, and, and plus doesn't have an agent, mm-hmm. and so didn't have anybody helping navigate through the whole contract thing, if, if he had signed a contract, then you wouldn't have the issue. But who knows? Would he have been able to play anyway? I mean, would, again, and again, would he be able to? I know a lot of times people say, well, you know, a player like Lamar Jackson in 90% is better than 100. Well, not if you got a bad wheels. Yeah. And, and that's, what it, that's a big part of your game. Because the, the, the reality is if he doesn't have the threat to run, he's not that great an accurate quarterback. I had, a, I had someone, told, uh, someone I know pretty well who used to be a scout with the Ravens. And they, he told me that when the, the draft was coming around, when he was available, that the scouting department, including one high-up personnel executive, half the scouting department didn't want Lamar Jackson, including someone who was high up. And, it, it, and part of it was about injury but part of, because of the style of his game. But the other part of it is because he's just not that accurate a quarterback. He's, he's not bad, mm-hmm. but he's not that accurate a passer. And so they question his long-term viability. And so those, those, and those, and those are the things that other teams are going to be looking at. I'll tell you one thing, especially after having two injuries, if he, if he thinks he's getting a fully guaranteed contract like Deshaun Watson got, hey, dream on, pal, mm-hmm. because there, I don't think there's a team that's going to do that. And the Ravens, the Ravens weren't willing to do it. The Cardinals weren't willing to do it with Kyler Murray. They did give him a bunch of guaranteed money, but it wasn't Deshaun Watson guaranteed money. And, and a big part of it was, was because of the injury factor. And here they are even with all that. You know, his deal was very close to Deshaun's in total value. And I think the guarantee was somewhere around $130 million, $133, something like that. Well, they've got all those guarantees on his contract, and here he is hurt twice. This season, mm-hmm. so you know that that's a tough one when you have quarterbacks of that style and how much to pay. Uh, Howard, I was reading a report where uh, obviously the Ravens still have the opportunity to franchise tag Lamar Jackson in the off season, but there was a in the article they were talking about there's a potential of using a restricted franchise tag and an unrestricted franchise tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, what right. exactly does that entail? An unrestricted franchise tag? Yeah, it's actually called exclusive. Is the exclusive? word they use. Okay. It's an exclusive franchise franchise tag, and if you put that on them, the minimum tender, the tender for it is higher, usually higher than what it would be for the regular franchise tag. But if you put the exclusive on with on him on a player, they're not even allowed to negotiate for a new contract with another team. If you have the regular franchise tag, then you can negotiate with other teams, but any offer you would get or any, any legit offer, you'd have to bring it back to your original team, and they would have the option to either match it or get two first-round draft picks as okay. compensation. And so then the question becomes, would another team, if they didn't put the exclusive one on them, I, I would think they'd want to put, they, they wouldn't want to put the exclusive one on them and just, and just, okay, okay, Lamar, go out in the market and see what you can get out there. If you're that great, let's see, is a team willing to give up two first-round picks for you? Or, or maybe a team would be interested enough to say, hey, you know what, let's, let's do a trade. There's been trades made of guys that did have franchise tag, and it was less than two first-round draft picks. But, you know, again, our, our, our team, our, our te- I'm, I'm not saying there won't be any team 
that's willing to do that. But I also don't think that contract, whatever it is that he would be offered, is going to be five years and $230 million guaranteed like Deshaun Watson got. Howard, we were just talking a little bit ago about Brandon Staley in uh, L.A. and how he's still there. Were you surprised that he did not get the axe after that game in Jacksonville? And do you think that Joe Lombardi may have gotten scapegoated? Oh, he was definitely scapegoated. It happens all the time. Happens all the time. Oh, and I don't know if something was said to him. Hey, keep your job, but you got to make changes. And and so he did. Not now again. I don't know if he was told that, but any time it, it always just strikes me as gutless when head coaches who might be under the under fire then decide that the guys that they hired and the guys that are working their butt off for him. All of a sudden, you know, things happen. And, they, and he had a press conference today. I think he's talking about, well, we need some things done differently. We need to go in a new direction, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, for a good part of the season, they didn't have their receivers healthy. And then down the stretch, they didn't have Mike Williams healthy. And so when those things happen, then you're probably going to have some issues on that offense. So there's, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. We've seen it in other places where all of a sudden the coord- offensive coordinators, you know, you know, scapegoated. So the head coaches are just as bad sometimes as the GMs and the owners when they change coaches, and they don't look at the reality of, of what happened. But sometimes, like I said, if, if you if, and I say it's if because I don't know for sure, but if you are challenged by your owner or your GM or whatever and say, hey, yeah, we want to keep you, but only if you make changes. And, and I always go back to one of the most, the guy with the most integrity that I've ever seen in the NFL, and that's Jim Mora. He was the coach yes. of the Colts. Mm-hmm. And, and the interesting thing is the guy involved was Vic Fangio, mm-hmm. who now who was always considered one of the better defensive coordinators in the league and now is considered almost godlike as a defensive coordinator. And so this was, this was before Tony Dungy was hired. So what are we talking about, 20 years or so? Something like that. Well, and Bill Polian was a general manager. And one of these days I'm going to ask him about it. And they didn't have a great year, had a tough year. And so they said to Jim Mara, save, you can save your job if you change defensive coordinators. And he's going, no, Vic Fangio is a great defensive coordinator. It's not his fault that we had the season we had. There's a lot of other factors. And, but that's what he was told to do. And so what did he do? He quit. Yeah. He quit. Now, the unfortunate thing about that is he cost all his coaches jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I say that, I don't know, you can go back and maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe Dungy kept some of them. I don't know what, you know, what he did when he came in. But Jim Morris said, no, I'm not making a coach a scapegoat to save my job. I think that's one of the, big, one of the most integrity-laden things I've ever seen a head coach do in my years watching and covering the National Football League. Uh, Howard, speaking of scapegoats at the coaching position, it looks like in Tampa Bay the sports media is trying to figure out who they want to scapegoat. Is it Brian yes. Leftwich, the offensive coordinator, or is it the head coach, Todd Bowles? Right. Well, it usually falls on the head coach, and he was put in a pretty t- difficult position there by Bruce Arians. And, but all of a sudden, here's Byron Leftwich, right, who has been talked about as one of the next head coaches in the NFL and what an up-and-coming coach he is and an excellent offensive coordinator – and they have a difficult year for a variety of reasons. But all of a sudden you blame the offensive coordinator. And so a, a new offensive coordinator is, some, is somehow going to make chicken salad out of you-know-what. <laughs> I mean, they, they, had, they were ripped apart in the offensive line for most of the season. Uh, Leonard Fournette was a shell of what he has been in the past. He'd have some moments, but he certainly wasn't 
uh, consistent. You know, Tom Brady wasn't consistent. And then all of a sudden, that's the offensive coordinator's fault? Mm-hmm. That he all of a sudden became a bad coach overnight? Mm-hmm. It, it's nonsensical. But that's the National Football League. I mean, that's, you know, that's, you know, that's the way it is. You know, in my Hall of Fame show, you guys will get a kick out of this. Hall of Fame radio show taped it today, and our good friend Dan Deardorff was, a, was, was, was one of the guests. And so we were talking about when he went into the Hall of Fame, hard to believe it was 27 years ago, and Jim Hannafin was his presenter, and Dan was talking about the parade and him and Hannafin in the car and how cool it was and all that. And I was going to ask him this question anyway, and that was the perfect entree to it because, of course, we have Don Coriel, who was his head coach uh, for a good number of years there, five years at least when, when Dan was there. And so I said to him, I said, you know, you mentioned Jim, Dan, and, of course, Don. I said, but, you know, Jim's record is now safe for another at least six years. And so he said, what record is that? I said, well, he and Ken Wisenhunt are the two coaches who have lasted the longest in the history of the, of the, of the Cardinal franchise, six seasons. Wow. And then I mentioned that Cliff Kingsbury and Cliff Kingsbury had four. Coriel had five. And I have to look. There's another guy who had five. And that was it. So they've had five coaches in their history coach four or more years. How long did George right? Boone last? Oh, my goodness gracious. That was <laughs> Man, 20 maybe? Yeah. Or something like that? So anyway, Dan, so anyway, Dan said, so in other words, what you're saying, Howard, is that if you're a Cardinals coach, um, rent, don't buy. <laughs> and I said, absolutely. And I said, and certainly don't buy the house that Cliff Kingsbury bought. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> nice right? house. It was a nice yeah, place. Exactly. And, and I said, and I, said I, I would assume, you know, it's in Paradise Valley and all that. I, said, I assume he won't have any trouble selling it for whatever it is when he puts it on the market. But the flip side is, with the way some of the people in town feel about Cliff Kingsbury, they might, I'll tell you, they'll be burning a lot of sage if they move into that house to remove the negative energy. I, burned some I, don't, sage. Know many, I don't know how many people will want to live in the same house that he I burned some sage today, in. Howard. Did you? Well, I burned good. a little sage today. They got a new sage out and it has a stick, a wooden stick in the middle of it. I'll let you know the name of it if I a can remember. A wooden stick in the middle? Like it's, an incense stick? Yeah, it's, a, it's sage, and it's got a wooden, it's a special sage. Huh. It's more powerful, and it's, it's got a, a wooden stick in the middle it's a of it. a smudging stick, so it produces more know. smoke. That, That's what they call it, it's a smudging stick. Okay. Smudging yeah. stick. Hmm. And they call it wow. a different, it's different color than the regular sage. Huh. But I'm, okay. they got a name in my package, I'll let you know what it is. All right, yeah, let Howard, me know, definitely. When I think of pro football and playoffs, I go back to the old days, I think of Pittsburgh, when they played Oakland, but I also think of the Dallas Cowboys and 49ers. Oh, yeah. You, how can you not? Cowboys just signed a kicker today. To the, <laughs> for the, to the, for practice, the practice squad. squad. To the practice yeah. squad. Now, Mayor, Brett Mayer has been okay. Missed four extra points last. He's been okay. He was. He had a pretty good year leading up to that. He was kicking yeah. long field goals. And then all of a sudden, it's like, you know, it, it almost, at least he made the last one because all of a sudden he's looking like one of those guys that, you know, like the golfer that all of a sudden has the yips. Yeah. Is that a mental thing a, for him to a, know they signed the kicker? It's, well, maybe. Well, maybe that's what they want to see. They want to see how he reacts to it. Of course, you're only going to see how he reacts to it in practice. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's like that golfer. Or, or remember, who was that pitcher? Was it Steve Blass? Yep. That that couldn't couldn't even throw the ball to first base. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you had Chuck. It was, it was just yeah, it was just bizarre. Who was it? Like Chuck and, Knobloch and Steve Sachs all of a sudden had trouble throwing the ball from yeah, second base. Yeah. Yeah. Rick Ankiel was Sachs. almost the yeah. same way. Yeah, you was. Rick Ankiel was yeah. Yeah. the same way. Yep. 
Yeah, good point. Yeah, so it's who who knows how these crazy things happen. Okay, Howard. Yeah. Quick. Well, go ahead. All right. We got the playoffs this weekend, of course. Let's pick let's go let's talk about the San Francisco Dallas game. We want to get to all the games. Keep pull, keep that list pulled up. I got it right here. We want to get to all the games. Who do you look who do you like in San Francisco and Dallas and why? I like the 49ers. I think they're the I favorite. I didn't have to right tell now. you to actually say why cuz I know you will anyway. <laughs> I think they're the best team in the NFC right now. Obviously, he's still that's all based on Brock Purdy still playing at the level he's playing at. But he gets so much help that he just goes out and does what he has to do because the offensive and defensive lines are so good, and they run the ball and they play great defense. Here's an, here's my here's my stat of the of the show. All right, in the in the eleven games in a row that the Forty ers have won, they have outscored their opponents. For the game, on average of about 31 to 16. But here's the amazing stat. In the second half of all the games combined, they've outscored their opponents 182 to 60. Wow. They've shut out five teams, and only three have scored 10 points or more. And the one thing that I'll say is that I've always said this. You know, the narrative or the... The chatter, everyone always says, well, you know, uh, you know that team's really good at halftime adjustments, or they didn't make halftime adjustments, or whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> teams are making adjustments throughout the game. And, and at halftime, halftime's like eight, you know, the players are in the locker room for eight minutes. So there's not any more halftime adjustments going on than there are during the game. Well, but here's the thing. A good team, an excellent team like the 49ers, I believe, exercises its will on another team and wears them down because of how good they are on the offensive and defensive lines. Now, can they? I don't think they'll do that to the to the extreme that they have to these other teams against Dallas because the Cowboys are very good on the offensive line and the defensive line too. So I think it'll be I think it'll be a close game, but I, I do think the Forty ers just have, right. have, have too much you for just, the Cowboys to handle. You just mentioned something uh, about halftime adjustments. And Peyton Manning yeah. let it out of the band the other night when he said, I never made a halftime adjustment in my career. Right. He said, they, don't, exactly. they don't make halftime adjustments. They make the adjustments throughout the game. Throughout the People, game. And I've, the announcers right. always say, well, they're going to make a halftime adjustment. No, they don't do it. <laughs> I mean, everybody says it. And then the problem is when the announcers say it, the fans say it because they think they know what's going on. Yeah. And, so, and so when a team loses, they'll say, well, there it is. They were outcoached again. They didn't make any halftime adjustments. <laughs> but the reality is I'm, I'm sure there, probably, there are some adjustments that are made. But here's the thing. You can make adjustments, but it doesn't guarantee they're going to work. That, yeah, there's always that. Because the other team is doing the same thing. The best halftime <laughs> adjustment i ever seen in college football was two years ago when Coach Saban. That was three? Was it three that years was ago? 2017. 2017? Oh, yeah. Six, Four years. Yeah. Six years. Well, he put two in the game. Yes. That was right. a great. That was a halftime adjustment. Yes, it well, was. I don't even know if that's really an adjustment. That's just a, that's just a personnel change that you went with a, gu- a different guy. But it wasn't like well, all of a sudden we're going to start we're going to start calling this instead of calling that. Or we have this voluminous play sheet here with all the plays on it, and we're going to put some on the on this sheet that weren't there. Let me get Come. you a couple more games. I'm back. I'm I'm backing in. I'm still on Sunday's okay. games. CBS no Radio and Paramount will have the Cincinnati Bengals at Buffalo. That game is going to be 2, p- 2, 2 p.m. St. Louis time. How do you see that game, Howard? That's This is going to yeah. be a toughie here. It, it really is. And I think the Bengals are maybe not that you're not motivated going into a game like this anyway, but they, they really feel slighted by the way the whole 
playoff thing was handled, where they where if they had lost last week, there would have been a coin flip to who wins the division, and then they came up with the neutral site for Buffalo and Kansas City if they play in the conference championship game next week. Well, the Bengals here, they could have been a higher seed, and they could have been the home game. The home team for this game, had they beat Buffalo in that Monday night game that was canceled. So they think they've been slighted, and the NFL didn't, they didn't follow their own rules, so they're a little bit extra motivated. The problem here for them is that the offensive line, and you know I always talk about offensive lines, is that they had the same offensive line for the first 15 games of the season. And I think I said it earlier in the year, and you might have even asked me, at one point, boy, Joe Burrow's getting sacked just as much as, as he mm-hmm. was last year. And I said, hey, just be patient. They have like three new starters on the line. Give them time to play together, and I think that they'll start playing a lot better. And they did. They were playing much better in the second half of the season. Then all of a sudden, they lost two guys. And then last week, in last week's game, they lost their left tackle. And the guy who came in at left tackle was dreadful, a guy named Jackson Carmen. And so hopefully, for their sake, hopefully he'll be better in this game because they'll be mentally prepared to play. They'll have game planned. They'll have been able to do some things to, to be, you know, to be prepared for him playing instead of Jonah Williams, but he's not Jonah Williams. And so that could be the thing that really hurts the Bengals in this game. They still have enough to beat the bills, but it's going to be tough because the bills, right. But if Josh, if Josh Rose, if Josh, for that, Josh Jones, Josh Rosen, come on H. If Josh Allen, (laughs) plays to the level he's capable of and doesn't have these brain fart decisions sometimes that lead to interceptions. If he plays his game, then the Bills should should win. But if he starts throwing some picks and the Bengals have pretty good defense, if he starts making some mistakes, that'll make the game closer, and I think the Bengals could have a chance to pull it out. But Howard, it's going to be tough because of those offensive line issues. Howard, Saturday night we got the game on Fox 7-15 between the Giants and the Eagles. Eagles favored by 7.5. Who do you like and why? I like the Eagles. But I like the Giants to cover. Don't sleep on the Giants. I was stunned Brian, and Brian shocked. Dable's coach of the year, in my opinion. I think well, he won it last week. Well, here, here's, the, here's the thing. Well, first of all, the vote was in already before last week. Oh, okay. So, but the point is, he's done a great job with that team. But the best thing that happened to the Giants, which he had no control over, was the fact that Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley stayed healthy all season. And that was a big part of why they were able to be successful. The other part is all this shock. Oh, my gosh, can't believe they upset the Vikings. Well, how could you not believe that? Everyone's talked all year about the Vikings winning all those close games, and they won a three-point game over the Giants several weeks ago in a 61-yard field goal, and that was like the last play of the game. And the Vikings are only favored by like three points, I think. So how big an upset is that? But here's the other thing about the Giants. Every one of their nine wins... You know, everyone talks about the Vikings 11-0. Every one of their nine wins has been a one-score game. Mm-hmm. And, 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 well, I'm sorry, they've won 10, counting the playoff game. But nine of their wins overall have been one-score games, including last week. They're, they're 10-6-1 in one-score games, and, and with counting the tie, obviously. So I think this, I think this is going to be a closer game than people – people think and Jalen Hurts coming off an injury hadn't played Wayne Johnson their right tackle hasn't played in a few weeks because of an injury those will keep be key how those guys play for the Eagles to play to the level that everyone expects the Howard Balls interview is brought to you by worldwide technology Howard there's one more game on our slate and it's to my understanding that you think that the Jaguars can really give the Chiefs a run for their money in this one <laughs> that's your understanding where'd you get that understanding? Uh, <laughs> you at about 115 today 
<laughs> Here's what I said. I think if they – they're playing with house money, mm-hmm. right? They're playing with Waffle house, house money. money. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, <laughs> you know, the, the, if the Chiefs play their game, and here we go again, if the Chiefs play their game, then, I mean, if the Chiefs get a lead on them, it's hard to imagine the Jaguars coming back, you know, from that like they did last week against the Chargers. So, but I, I think they can hang with them. Now, can they hang with them for four quarters? That, that will be the big question. But the Jaguars are, are, pre, are pretty good, and their defense is better than a lot of people realize. But they have, I th- they have to get off to a good start to be able to have a chance. I, I still like the Chiefs in this game, but I do, I do think the Jaguars can at least be competitive, and it's, it's, it's a pretty good team that's only going to get better and better. Howard, any one of, before we let you go, any one of these teams can win. And this, this, I mean, there's no clear-cut favorite except for the Chiefs or whatever. But this is why you pay a quarterback the kind of money that these quarterbacks are getting, and especially Patrick Mahomes. He is the element that no one else has, Howard. Oh, no question. You know, no question about it. I mean, he is he's probably going to be the league MVP. You could make a case for Josh Allen or Joe Burrow, but you know, Mahomes did it basically wire to wire. Not to say the other guys didn't, but He's he's special. Well, I mean, I'm not a revelation there saying he's special. But the other part of it is, you know, they've done it without Tyreek Hill. That was the biggest question about yep. this team mm-hmm. going into the season. How are they going to be without Tyreek Hill? Howard, stop, real, let me stop you real, real quick. Why did they get – what happened with the Tyreek Hill deal? Explain that real quick. It was it all was about money. money. It was money. And the, and the Chiefs were negotiating with them, and they had a good offer on the table. And then I, I'm trying to remember now. Did they give him permission to see if there were if there was a deal out there? That might have been because it was a trade. That might have been been the case. And it turned out that Miami was was willing to go to go to places that the Chiefs j- just weren't willing to go. Mm. And so they made the deal, got draft picks, and he moved on. Had a great year, obviously with the Dolphins. But I'm sure Andy Reid was confident. Okay, yeah, I love Tyreek Hill, but we will. You know, find a way to put an offense together that's still going to play darn good football, and they and they certainly have. Howard Balzer, thank you so much, Hall of Fame voter. Howard does everything. People around the country know Howard. You mentioned Howard Balzer's name. I went to a Super Bowl party maybe fifteen, twenty years ago. I didn't have an invitation to get into the party. I mentioned Howard Balzer's name. Guess what? I got into the party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, Howard Balls are right in, I got, sir. Come on in, VIP. And Howard, oh, I'm going to tell you who you're I gonna, you're gonna give a, You're going to give a lot of people ideas yeah. of what they're doing. And they're, you know, they're going to be disappointed. You know who I was with? It may have been more than 20 years ago. I was with the late, great Bill Wilkerson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good, and we yeah, got in. Old, yeah. yeah. You remember Bill, don't you? Oh, gosh, of course. And, folks, of course. if you listen to not? Lamar Jackson... Roy Green did the same thing here with the football Cardinals, and Adele Harris called me up. She said, Charlie, you need to talk to Roy Green. He's trying to negotiate his own contract, and that's what got him in trouble back in the day, Howard. And see, here's the problem with Lamar is that by not having an agent, was he going to be calling general managers and saying, hey, do you have interest in me? Yeah. What would you pay me? I mean, that's just so unrealistic. It's, you know, it's crazy. What's going to happen when he's on (laughs) on vacation? He's out of town. 
or whatever. If you had an agent, he could take care of all the paperwork. Yeah, doesn't be. But real quickly, real quickly, you mentioned Bill Wilkerson. Haven't I ever told the story on the on the show about the great comment he made when we were on the radio together at uh, at, at at you know KMOX? Go ahead. And I was on. Tell and I was on it. with him with Joel Bucksbound. Well, anyway, Joel's Joel on. Okay. And, and well, Bucks. Uh, you call him Bucksbound. I know. Well, that's because that's what. Here's the thing. Here's what happened. It's a Sunday night. And I was on, Joel was on doing his, his bit, as he always did every Sunday. And he, he brings Joel on, and he introduces him, and Bill's talking and continue to say something. And all of a sudden, you hear Joel go, hey, Bill, hold it, hold it. <laughs> and Bill says, what up? What's up, Joel? And he goes, it's Bucksbaum, not Bushbaum. <laughs> so we were pronouncing his name wrong all along? Yeah, so, yeah, but, yeah been pronounced his name all along, but he never said anything. And so now all of a sudden he decided to say something. And Bill, without missing a beat, said, well, Joel, it's been Bushbound for this long, and Bushbound it's going to stay. <laughs> Classic. I'll never forget that. Joel, and this, what, is, this is in the early 80s that's when way that back. happened. See, Cole and yeah, that's, Joe, they, that's they the don't heyday. remember Joel Bushbound. Oh, he man. was in, incredible. Incredible. Well, he actually, and, and if you look at his name and how it's spelled, it's B-U-C-H-S. But when you look at it, you just say you see you see Bush, you know, even though you see B U S C H instead of B U C H S, and you just think it's Bushbound, and so that's the way you pronounce it. Probably no one ever asked him, and he never said anything. Enjoy the games <laughs> this weekend. Uh, I think the Cowboys are going to make it. I really you think, think so. I think so. For some odd reason, I think so. Of course, I'm not as happy as Jerry Jones is, <laughs> yeah. but I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Enjoy we'll Howard. Hey. We'll talk to you next Wednesday night. Thank you. All right, everybody, take care. All right, this portion of the show brought to you by SunTrap BMW of West St. Louis. Cole is here. Cole, he, mm-hmm. Cole's, when we have interviews, you know, Cole just speaks with everyone. Went all the way over there. I'm he learning. Went to Eastern Martin Luther King Drive. We on <laughs> Highway 70. He goes down 64. <laughs> <laughs> down to 55. We're not going to get to the destination if we go down the wrong road now. We'll be right back. <laughs>
The Charlie Tuna Show, presented by Ameren, Illinois, on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. All right, we're brought to you by Snooks. Don't forget 2% rewards. We're also brought to you by Victory Men's Health. Folks, Alzheimer's, if you're low T, that brings about a lot of things. You can lose air. You don't have any energy to do anything. Your sex drive is such certainly dysfunctional. Think of victory men's health because men start losing low teeth at age 30. But when you get to age 50, it consumes half of your body. Now, here's a statement you hear about these uh, people that sell the health food or whatever. It is not covered by insurance. Only thing covered by insurance is the blood test. You must get a blood test to make sure you're healthy enough to receive it. I go to victory men's health every Friday. I tell you what, by Friday night at 9.30, super Negro, that's what I am. <laughs> super brother, I'm telling you. I'm serious, we have a good time. Alright! I've never been, but there's one in Winghaven in uh, Lake St. Louis the area. One, yeah. The new one, I drove past it. It looks so nice on the outside. It's so oh, I've never been on the inside. It looks amazing. It looks very... Oh, uh, the, 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 clean? The, the, yo, it looks the super one clean in, on the outside. It looks so clean. The, the, one, the one in town and country is so oh. nice. They got the best furniture. The 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 uh, the staff there oh. is fantastic. Plus, we got Tony Larusa as a spokesman. Yes, no one else mm. has a spokesman like that. I went to so many other other men's clinics years ago and went in there and was like, "Oh my God!" Yeah. No, mm-hmm. oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 sir. I remember yes, I went to one some places clinic. you don't want to go and say sir to oh, either. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's the place you always want to say sir. You want to say man. Y'all had men came in, and so the smooth-talking guy came in with a contract. Sign here. Sign here. You can come in and get it for this amount of money every month. What the hell is this, a, a used car? <laughs> <laughs> you signing a I'm loan? I'm trying to get an erection. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> All this paperwork is killing you. <laughs> what the hell? They did that. A guy, smooth-talking guy came in. I said, oh, no, no. I'm trying to sell said, you. First of all, I'm just trying to check it out, brother. I'm not paying nothing. I'm still hurt. Little, little Charlie still works. <laughs> so, fellas, what are you going to do? What's up this weekend? Quickly. Uh, I don't know what oh. the hell is going on. Next week, I start a uh, new part-time job over at Helium Comedy Club. I'm going to be so an usher. So you can't come here. Uh, there you go. Now, it's later in the week and weekends. So Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, I'm, I should no be good. No Thursdays. Uh, no Thursdays. Okay. But I, I will I will make make it sure that I can get both. Oh, here's, here's what I'm hearing. Have to chase the bag. It sounds like Coles could be able to book some stand-up comedians That's for us to be on the show. That's I, what I'm hearing. I would like yeah, to. I, I don't know how much interaction I'm going to have with the comedians personally, but I would love to have them on. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I'm not going to talk about comedians that come on the station. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> never. I never. Anyone in particular, Joe? Uh, Greg Warren. None of them been funny. Yeah, Joe, what are your thoughts on Greg Warren? He's pretty good. I just like melanin with my jokes. That's a, I need a little more Will you please melanin. bring a real comedian on? <laughs> we have not had a real comedian on this station. Well, Richard Pryor's gone, so. Yeah, I mean, nobody. Who are you going to bring in? Only guy you can bring in, he lives in St. Louis, Lavelle Crawford. I like Lavelle Crawford. He's pretty funny. He just, oh, yeah. 
But it, I, I think it's, it's, it's his presence and the way he talks that was also so funny. He looks his head. Yeah, it looks like a fish or something weird. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. a lot of times that's a lot of the comedians. The look. Does the it, the yeah. look and how they deliver and yeah. I gave uh, Bill McDermott all of my Richard Pryor CDs. He's my guy. I gave him the one with the Walker family. You got to hear Oh, that. yeah, I need that You one. haven't heard that? Happen? No, I don't think so. You got to hear that. Un- we can't play it over the air. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> But imagine not. He said the Deacons came down on me. So you're not you're not going to go see the Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle? No, they sold out so quick. You're not going. Does to that surprise you? No, not. No, the floor was four hundred bucks, right? Yes. Yeah, I can go, but I'm not down. There. You're not down with Dave. The worst Chappelle? thing in the world. No. Why not? Dave Chappelle's his hilarious. Message, his his message. He's a great storyteller. Yeah. But uh, as a stand up, no. Oh man, that Chris breaks Rock my heart. Chris Rock is kind of funny. Really? I love both those guys. I do, too. I I'm do. not a Chris Rock guy. I love Dave Chappelle. Uh, yeah, Dave funny. Chappelle's funny. He ain't funny He's to me. so good. He ain't funny to me at all. His Is stories, it really only Richard Pryor for you? Only That's the only guy that can make and me And Dice Clay. I told you guys. Yeah, Dice, <laughs> Dice, Dice Clay. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Dice you sure about Dice Clay? Clay? The way he kind of made that look. Ah, I was joking. Dice <laughs> Clay. <laughs> Dice, that makes me ah. sick to hear him. Yeah, that guy like was awful. He was terrible. Richard Pryor's been the only comedian in my life. Mom's Mabley was good. Mom's Mabley was good. What about not she even, really was good. Not even George Carlin? No. Oh, really? Funny. George Carlin's not funny? No. no. Yeah, that kind of stuff makes... Lucille Ball? She was funny. Yeah. Was, she was actually funny. Actually, Rodney Dangerfield was funny. funny. Rodney yeah. Dangerfield's funny. <laughs> the early women comedians were actually pretty funny. Yeah, Phil's Diller's funny. Phil's Diller's funny. Uh, yeah, exactly. Facelift girl. Jo- Joan, Joan Rivers. Rivers. Joan yeah. Rivers was funny. Yeah, funny. Don Rickles was funny. Don Rickles was funny. Oh, funny. yeah. When they were on TV shows. Ellen DeGeneres was funny early on when she first started. Ooh, Ellen yeah. DeGeneres? Yeah, she's really? all right. When she, yeah, when she was like in the early 90s, she was pretty yeah. funny. What's wrong with him? She was I funny. Watch her, watch her first stand up and tell me it wasn't funny. Yeah. I think was. Nikki Glazer's funny. Uh, I can't stand her. Nikki Glazer, the girl from St. Louis. Oh, I, I, no. can't oh, I can't stand her. <laughs> What's think- the other girl they banned with the red hair that talked bad about Trump? Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin. Oh, I like Kathy Griffin. I don't like oh, Kathy Griffin. She, all, all her jokes are just gossip stories. That's all. Yeah. I that's know. okay. Folks, thanks very much for that's joining us. Don't forget tomorrow night it'll be Illini basketball. On behalf of Cold Breeze, Dr. Mm-hmm. Joseph Davis, uh, you can hear Joe tomorrow. Tell us about your show quickly. quickly. Yeah, cover. T- I said quickly, okay? Cover two is on Friday, 2 <laughs> p.m. to 3 p.m. We'll, we'll figure out a guest for the middle segment, but uh, me and Joe are going to kick it and hang out. You yeah. got a guess? Who's the guest? We don't have a guest yet. Not yet, but we will. Who was the guy from the Grizzlies you had last week? The Michael Cole. See, I was yes. listening to him. Yeah, he was listening to him. It's a shame. We have the Memphis Grizzlies, and none of us use their people. So, yeah, Rob we went Fisher, to it. Rob Fisher used to work here. Oh, oh right. yeah, sure did. I forget. I always there. forget about that. He sure did, yeah. Rob Fisher used to be an announcer here at 5 uh, Oh, I didn't know that. Years ago. Yeah, but we, that's how I got to start. Yeah, we try to get the young people. We try to get some young up and coming talent. Yeah, to Michael, too was many like old people. Twenty five. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We said too many old people. I didn't say that. I said it. <laughs> it's okay. Just like the president, so pop, some people right? just can't do it once they get to a certain age. They kind of, yeah. you know, they, they hmm. get out of touch. Yeah, fall off the cliff. Yeah. Like you mean, I was you talking about someone from the Grizzlies or just See, NBA people in general? You, you give I'm them talking about, no, I'm just kidding. You give I'm them just, this much power to and look what happens. He's running muck with yeah, it. I was just going with the station told Cole and I. We're trying to young up the station. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. That's we don't want to have the same guest on. You know, we're trying to bring want, a different, fresh group. We don't want to have the same people everybody else Exactly, has on. exactly. Yeah. Look, I mean, I'll, I'll that'd get... make us look pretty lazy if we just immediately had Howard Richards on to talk about Missouri. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 
I'll mean, get you. That's happened. Who wants to talk about Mizzou? In the no, first no, place? Joe. I'll get you Shane. Who Shane wants Young's to talk number. about? Oh Mizzou. yeah, that'd we've be talked great. about yeah, Mizzou on our show. That'd be good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we've had him on before. Yeah, that'd be great. Quick salary: four million, five million, six million, seven million. Highest paid employee in the state of Missouri, right? I yes, he is. Can you believe that? That puts a lot of pressure on you. Almost always is the fo- the, the it football goes. It There's usually never, is, but that. Mizzou is never going to be SEC power. Never. Ever. Probably not, no. They were never an SEC power when Tinker was there. Does he have a winning record at Mizzou? No. No. But hey, that's why I don't understand how you get a contract. I don't either. Makes no sense. That's really lame. Makes no they sense. They were never a power when Pinkle was there. Yeah. No. But maybe... Maybe the extension was a, a smart move because it made the buyout cheaper. Because he had to, he had to lower his buyout to get paid more. Plus, so if he has a oh, bad year, right the if he has he a bad leaves, next year, then you can get rid of leaves, him cheaper. He's got to pay them back. Yeah, exactly. But who's going? Who's going to take him? Who's going to Appalachian State? Coach. State. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be coaching at Pittsburgh State. All right, folks. Thanks very much for joining us. We are planning some new things here at the station. You, pretty soon, you're going to uh, start hearing a lot of Richard Pryor. A lot of his yes. uh, jokes. Those will be ready next week. They'll be ready next yes. week. We're going to have yeah. a little Richard Pryor. We're going to have some Tuna Talks, which is going to be similar to uh, Five for Frank. We'll have some of those. <laughs> and we're going to do part of a uh, podcast here where you can say any damn thing. I'm just kidding. Can't do that. <laughs> oh. Of course, we the show brought to you by Worldwide Technology. Have a great weekend. So proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleam. Whose broad stripes 